0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave, and I'm Marvin. It's day 144, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story, it's big. never
1: boring, no way, for his glory,
2: always, it's God's
1: Big Story,
2: God's Big Story!
1: So
0: welcome back everyone, and as you of course know today is another big day because today we start a brand new book of the Bible.
2: Hi everyone! Nobody
0: knows
3: what he's
1: going to ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, it's been a while since we've talked movies. Oh, I think you mean moo Dave. Sure. So, have you been watching anything good lately? Oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, just last night I, I watched a great one about a, a little guy who loved being evil. And he had all these little yellow cow friends that wore blue dungarees and helped him with his schemes. Okay,
0: yeah, that sounds a bit familiar.
1: Yeah, it was called Despicable Moo. It was great.
0: Okay, Marvin. Well, today we're starting a new book, the book of Daniel. But more than that, we're really starting a whole new section of God's big story.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, as we all know, we started off with creation and then we had the patriarchs.
1: Yeah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, those guys.
0: That's right. After them came the prophets, Moses followed by Joshua.
1: Mm, This is starting to feel like a Monday, Dave.
0: Yeah, I know, but stay with me. Okay, so we've had the patriarchs, we went to the prophets, and next came? Uh, The judges, right? That's right, so we've gone patriarchs, prophets, judges, and then came? Uh, The kings, right? That's right, so we went patriarchs, prophets, judges, kings. And we spent a lot of time in the kings period. We had Saul, then David, then Solomon, and then after the nation split in two, we had 20 more kings of Israel and 20 kings of Judah. Okay, yeah. Well, the king's period is now finished. As we've heard, the Assyrians put an end to Israel, and a little bit later, the Babylonians finish off Judah. So both of the nations are gone. And if you don't have a nation, well, then you don't have a king to rule. And so now we're entering a period of God's big story that we call the exile.
1: Oh, hmm, Dave, what does that mean?
0: Oh, well, sounds like the professor is going to help us with that. It's
2: Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Hi, everybody!
0: (laughs) So, Professor, Marvin wants to know what exile is.
2: Ah, yes, I see. Well, Marvin, if you are exiled, it means that you are sent away from home and you are not allowed to go back, yeah? So, a king might exile someone if they were causing trouble, yeah? It's often a punishment, saying, hey, you, get out of here, and don't come back. We don't like what you're saying or what you're doing, so shut up and leave already, yeah? Oh, okay, I see, yeah, so so who is exiling the Israelites? Well, when the Babylonians took over Judah, they didn't want to just leave all the people living there. They thought if they did that, maybe after a year or two, they, they might get an army together and try to fight back. So what they did, they would move people far away from their homeland and spread them out to different places. And as you'll hear today, the Babylonians also took a bunch of the Israelites back to Babylon to serve in the king's palace. He was a dude called Nebuchadnezzar, yeah? Okay, yeah, so the Israelites were all spread out and they couldn't go back to Jerusalem or their own houses. Yes, you see, they were in exile.
0: Thanks, Professor. And yes, that's how our next book, this book of Daniel, begins.
1: Okay, okay, so who's reading today?
0: Well, today it's our friend Robin.
1: Oh yeah, with the bright red tum-tum.
0: No, Marvin. Uh, Well, at least not that I know of, but no, not the bird.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot the other guy. Hi, Robin!
3: Hello, hi. Today's reading is Daniel 1, verses 1 to 21. It was the third year that Jehoiakim was king of Judah. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. His army surrounded the city and attacked it. The Lord handed Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, over to him. Nebuchadnezzar also took some of the objects from God's temple. He carried them off to the temple of his God in Babylon. He put them among the treasures of his God. The king gave Ashpenaz an order. Ashpenaz was the chief of Nebuchadnezzar's court officials. The king told him to bring some of the Israelites. The king wanted them to serve him in his court. He wanted nobles and men from the royal family. He was looking for young men who were healthy and handsome. They had to be able to learn anything. They had to be well educated. They had to have the ability to understand new things quickly and easily. The king wanted men who could serve in his palace. Ashputtel was supposed to teach them the Babylonian language and writings. The king had his servants give them food and wine from his own table. They received a certain amount every day. The young men had to be trained for three years. After that they could begin to serve the king. Some of the men chosen were from Judah. Their names were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar. He gave Hananiah the name Shadrach. He gave Mishael the name Meshach and he gave Azariah the name Abednego. Daniel decided not to make himself unclean by eating the king's food and drinking his wine. So he asked the chief official for a favour. He wanted permission not to make himself unclean with the king's food and wine. God had caused the official to be kind and friendly to Daniel. But the official refused to do what Daniel had asked for. He said, I am afraid of the king. He is my master. He has decided what you and your three friends must eat and drink. Other young men are the same age as you. Why should he see you looking worse than them? When he sees how you look, he might kill me. So Daniel spoke to one of the guards. The chief official had appointed him over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. Daniel said to him, Please test us for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and give us only water to drink then compare us with the young men who eat the king's food see how we look after that do what you want to so the guard agreed he tested them for 10 days after the 10 days Daniel and his friends looked healthy and well fed in fact they looked better than any of the young men who ate the king's food so the guard didn't require them to eat the king's special food he didn't require them to drink the king's wine either he gave them vegetables instead God gave knowledge and understanding to these four young men so they understood all kinds of writings and subjects and Daniel could understand all kinds of visions and dreams. The three years that the king had set for their training ended so the chief official brought them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them. He didn't find anyone equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah so they began to serve the king. He asked them for advice in matters that required wisdom and understanding. The king always found their answers to be the best. Other men in his kingdom claimed to get knowledge by using magic. But the answers of Daniel and his friends were ten times better than theirs. Daniel served in Babylon until the first year Saras ruled over the land of Babylon. Saras was the king of Persia.
0: Thanks, Robin.
1: Okay, Dave, so Daniel and his friends, they were herbivores like me, huh?
2: But, but, Dave, how come they didn't want to eat the king's food? Uh, Dave, I'm still here. Okay, take it away, Professor. Okay, Marvin, They back in the time of Moses, as well as the Ten Commandments, God gave the Israelite lots of rules about the food that they could eat and the food that they couldn't. Oh, I see, yeah, so the king's food was some of the food that they couldn't, huh? Yes, and it's also possible the king's food included food that had been offered in sacrifices to the false Babylonian gods. So, again, the Israelites would not want to eat this, yeah? Okay, gotcha. Yeah,
0: thanks, Professor.
2: Well, no problem, Dave.
0: <laughs> so, Marvin... Even though they were far from home, far from the promised land, even though it looked a bit like God had maybe abandoned the people of Israel and Judah and given up on his promises, even though they were in exile, Daniel and his friends knew better. They were still trusting, still following, still serving the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob.
1: And yeah, so God was with them, huh?
0: He was. He gave them great wisdom and understanding, and they became important advisors to King Nebuchadnezzar. Boys and girls, terrible things had happened to Daniel and their friends. Absolute disasters. Their country had been destroyed. They'd been dragged away from their homeland and they would never get to go back. But God doesn't promise us that bad and or sad things won't happen to us. This side of heaven, they almost certainly will. But like Daniel and his friends, we need to know that that doesn't mean that God has turned his back on us. And it certainly doesn't mean that God isn't there.
1: Oh yeah, God is always there.
0: He is. In this sinful world, there's tons of stuff that we can't control. But whatever happens to us... Because we know who God is. We keep serving, keep praying, and keep following him. Because we know that he is leading us. And we know that no matter what happens to us, he will lead us all the way home to heaven. Today, boys and girls, ask God's help to do that. To keep serving, keep praying, keep following him every day of our lives until we get to be up there with him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't wait, Dave.
0: And Marvin, well, I think we will leave it there for today. And we'll be back tomorrow to finish up week number 29.
1: Okay, yeah, great. Hi everyone, see you tomorrow.
0: Goodbye, we'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and Jingles by Dave Josh.